Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, cracker jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues. Going. Going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go to the fireworks! The fan. I don't know what this world's gonna be, but I know why. Welcome into the hot corner. What up? It's 7 o'clock on a Wednesday. It must be a Wednesday. <laughs> We're back at the normal time, everybody! Get it, get it, get it. Get it, get it. Thank you, Travis Scott. One more, Rick. There we go. I think this is going to be permanent again, except if there's maybe a bowl game coaches show for football that happens on a Wednesday. But that seems highly unlikely because Christmas Day is Wednesday Mm. and New Year's Day is Wednesday. Oh, man, we're getting hooked up. So New Year's Day would be the Rose Bowl. And New Year's Eve would be the Alamo Bowl. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, what day is the Alamo Bowl? Well, it would, <laughs> if Utah makes the college football playoff, Oregon will make the Rose Bowl. What? Yeah, I don't like that. And if Utah doesn't make the college football playoff, Oregon will likely play in the Alamo Bowl because Utah will then go to the Rose Bowl. Um, Let's go, Oklahoma! So at the end of the year, we're gonna have some shows that we miss because of that and holidays and stuff. But uh, we should be seven to nine the rest of the year, I think. I'm done with that, real quick. I'm sure you guys all talked about this today. If Oklahoma blows out Baylor, they go to the playoff, right? Maybe. No matter what happens in Utah, Oregon. If Utah blows out Oregon, Utah goes. To the I heard Paul Feinbaum this morning was like, nobody wants to see Utah. I'm just being honest. And I was like, I hate you. Like, I hate your stinking guts. <laughs> to be fair, whoever plays LSU is probably getting rolled. Probably. Yeah. Also, to be fair, as much as we all hated to hear that from Feinbaum, he's probably right. He's probably right. I mean, I'd love to see Utah. Me I think too. They, Utah's great. I think they got great defense. So no one wants to see Utah lose and get smashed out by LSU in the first game. But, I do. I do. I do. But I root every, for the conference in that scenario. If, if unless you're Oregon or UW. Obviously, we're not fortune tellers, but if we saw Utah win against LSU in that first, hell yeah, we want to see Utah pull that off. That'd Are you kidding nuts. me? That'd be nuts. Because <laughs> LSU would jump. I don't care where Ohio you're from State, at right, that if point. They beat Georgia. Uh, I don't know. I think if Ohio, it's again, it's kind of a, 
how much do you blow the team out by? If Ohio State kills Wisconsin, Ohio State probably stays number one. Like they did the last time? Yeah. I woke up that morning, and I was like, oh, right, Ohio State's playing Wisconsin. Flipped the game on. It was like 9.30, so the game had only been on for a half hour. I was like, oh, God. Turn it off. <laughs> Turn Turn it off. Eyes. Stop it. They're already dead. Yeah, I hope not to see that again. Well, I think it's going to be about style points, and I bet you – I think LSU, if they beat Georgia, would obviously get a little bit of a nudge, but who knows? I just who wanna, knows what the committee's thinking? I just want to know what day of the week the Coog Bowl game is on, so make sure to take that day off. Mm. Yeah, you heard me. We going bowling. Well, yeah. If only in the best chance you had to ever beat Chris Peterson, you had a chance to beat him, because now he's stepped down undefeated against Wazoo. Thanks. Thank, <laughs> thanks, Oregon State. <laughs> On uh, second and goal with four seconds left, putting two D linemen on the line and just, hi, Max Borgie. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, LSU. That's true. You're the best. That does help. I hate Jimmy Lake, for the record. <laughs> I hate him. Do you hate Chris Peterson more? Because you never beat him. No, I don't hate Chris Peterson. There's a ton of respect there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's like B-Roy. I just don't get mad at him. Well, now you have a new hatred for you, Doug. That's good. Oh, yeah, I hate Jimmy Lake. Do you <laughs> hear his quote before the Apple Cup? For the Apple Cup? No. Yeah, he goes, they were like, what uh, you know? What steps do you take to prepare for Washington State? He goes, Washington State's the easiest team for us to prepare for because they do the same thing all the time. I hope Mike Leach stays in Pullman forever. Dude, I that is so savage and wow. so true. I know, I hate him so much. They don't change anything. No. You know, Leach, Leach and the squad are going to have to make some serious halftime adjustments. I was like, we don't, we don't make adjustments. We can't even spell adjustments. We can barely spell PBR. Uh, P, uh, B, uh, S. Go Cougs. <laughs> Public Broadcast Service, PBS. It's not system? No, oh, I don't know. I don't know either. Who knows? It's know. free television. That's what it is. Free television. Is anything for free, Michael? Do you have an antenna? Then you get PBS. Did you get that antenna for free? If you bought the house with it on it. Because people's houses still have antennas. We live in Portland. Now you see antennas out there. You live in Nopo. You know that people still have antennas. They don't have cable. Yeah, they're called homeless camps. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I was going with that, but okay. <laughs> oh, golly dogly. Well, we got a cool show lined up for you guys tonight. Blazers are on TV, so we will... Uh, keep you updated with that as that continues to progress. Uh, a lot of new signings going on in baseball. There's the Tampa Bay Rays. What else were we talking about? There's uh, Garrett Cole and uh, and uh, what's his name? What's his name? Steven Strasburg, the World Series MVP, that guy. That guy, yeah. Uh, well, there's some of that to talk about. There's Frankie little, Lindor. Little Mets news. Little Mets news. We got, we got a bunch of stuff to get through with baseball. Fair or foul? Joe Fisher at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour. The offseason is actually moving. And that's very exciting. That yep. could also be a topic if you want to, because last year and the two years ago was just doing the show in the off season was a total drag. It was rough. Because every single Wednesday we would come in here. What do you want to talk about? Well, we got to mention. I don't want to talk about Bryce Harper. We got to mention Machado and Harper. Okay. Well, I guess we'll mention Machado and Harper. And then. Yeah, I felt like yesterday I got three, four notifications within an hour saying, this guy's looking to get traded. This team's looking for trades. Yep, yep. I mean, it, I was like, wait, 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 wait. It's December. Calm down here. What's going on? Yeah. Well, let's get into that first. Then let's 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 chat a little like uh, how the season, how the off season's already started. You can find us all over social media. Mike's at Mike Lynch twenty seven on Twitter. You can find our fantastic producer, Mister Joe Fisher, on Twitter as well. Joe Fish three. That's F I S C H. You can find me on Instagram at PD zero eight five. There's also the Beers on Us podcast. On Instagram as well, at Beers on Us Podcast. 
uh, that will drop tomorrow. Be a tasting room episode as uh, I was gifted three different cans from Altamont Brew Works in California. So that should be fun. Some I'm sure there's going to be a hazy in there somewhere. So we'll we'll have that. We'll be surprised along with you. Yeah, yeah. So there's that for you. You can text in the better you today. Text line 55305. Bad Boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. When we come back, we'll dive right in and that things are actually happening. And that is exciting. We'll do that first here on the Hot Corner on 1080 The This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. That's how friends work. That's how friends work. 7.15 here. Sirs up 10-8. Call it. Game over. See you, Sacktown. DJ Fishsticks on the dial once again. Thank you, sir. This was much needed. I'm digging this beat. Uh, Mike kind of alluded to this in the opening segment, and I kind of, I, I do think this is an interesting topic because last year was pretty brutal at this time. I feel like on this day, we were like, okay, start thinking, where's Machado going? Where's Harper going? We can have these thoughts. And we had those thoughts for the next two months and, uh, things are already happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually- some, of th- some of them are a little, nothing too crazy right now, but Cole Hamill signs with the Braves. Yep. For 18 mil for one year, that could be a good pickup for them. That's a good, good, smart pickup because when he's on, he's still as good as he was. Uh, maybe not in terms of his stuff, but he still has the same numbers that he, as he used to have. Uh, good little one-year signing. They did the same thing with Josh Allenson last year. Yeah. Get, a, get a guy in for a year, see if he pans out. Uh, it's a veteran presence. They and then, need help in their rotation. And then so didn't the Braves already sign their musical superstars in Chris Martin and Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> Getting jiggy That's with it, great. yellow style, and a little, little cold play. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they did. I, I know yeah. they signed Will Smith. I didn't see the Chris Martin one. But, I think they uh, got Chris Martin too. No, no, no. They got Shane Green. Well, they, they already had Shane. Shane Green. They acquired him in trade last year. Right, right. But didn't they? So they just him? signed him. Yeah, yeah. Look, see, that's that's the thing. There's been a lot of small moves I didn't even know have happened. Right, right. Because I've been away for Thanksgiving. I haven't been paying attention to sports or anything. My phone didn't notify me of that. So if my phone's not notifying me and I'm not paying attention to it, I'm not going to see it, especially if it's a small signing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good little move. Uh, you had Zach Wheeler sign, which we'll talk about probably a little bit more in a, in a future mm-hmm. segment. Dylan uh, Bundy was traded to the Angels today for four prospects. I saw that. Uh, the Mariners signed Carl Edwards Jr., the mercurial reliever from the Cubs. It was either like, really good or really bad. I feel like that's a signing for someone that's trying to win games. Uh, I don't know. Did you see him in the middle of the year? He got sent down to AAA. He was really bad. Nice. He walked everybody. For the what? For the Cubs? Yeah. Dude, their bullpen was trash, too. Yeah, it wasn't great. Hi, reliever. You're getting sent down. What? But we need help. Yeah, we know. You ain't in. <laughs> <laughs> I think he went through a span where he had like two or three straight appearances where all he did was walk people. Yeah. It was like zero innings pitch, three walks, two runs. <laughs> Point one innings pitch, four walks, one run. And it's like, oh, no. Z- when you have zero outs... And you're accredited with zero innings pitched and you give up runs, your ERA is infinite. Yes. So if you gave up a run, you might as well give up two because you can't have two infinites. No, it's just infinite. It's just infinite. Mike Moustakas signed with a team who uh, a lot of people uh, 
maybe not a lot of people, but people who are in the sports betting world, which I'm paying more attention to now thanks to the Oregon Lottery app, mm-hmm. uh, are saying the Cincinnati Reds are a little Dark Horse World Series little, team. Yeah, I'd be interested in chatting about that a little bit later too. So Moustakis going to them, and their lineup actually looks really good now, uh, and it was already kind of good. So there's been some movement, which has yeah. been nice, and we haven't even hit the winter meetings yet, and that's what's exciting. So you're seeing Cole and Strasburg news start to come out now as you're mm-hmm. getting closer to the winter meetings. Mm-hmm. You're seeing some Rendon news tied to the Dodgers a little bit. Saw uh, some Arenado news. Oh, really? The price on Bumgarner's getting set. Yeah, you got the Lindor news as the well. Lindor news. So it's it's kind of moving this year. Now, maybe this is a little bit of hopeful, wishful thinking, where last year it was moving and there were rumors and then it just stopped. But it feels different this year. It feels like last year was almost like, okay, guys, we can't do this again. Yeah. Baseball went to the teams and was like, come on. You're ruining the offseason of the sport, which is a huge hype marketing machine. We have to keep things relevant. We have to keep things relevant. Uh, so, stuff, I mean, like like you said, there's not a ton of crazy exciting moves yet, but things are moving, and that's good. It's making me excited for the year to come. You think this will sustain? I do. I Cause, do. Because we got a lot of guys out there. I mean, there are some people out there, the Rendones, the Strasburgs, the Coles of the world, but there are some guys out there, like, I'm really intrigued in where Josh Donaldson goes, and I'll come back player of the year. You know, I think there there are there are more quality guys that need to get signed and less super duper stars that want a bajillion dollars. And that could make for a little more of an exciting offseason. I think so, for sure. I mean, there are super duper stars who are looking for a bajillion dollars, but but they don't seem as like douchey. As Machado and Harper. I think that's personal opinion there, but... Um, oh, I think it states in the dictionary that Bryce Harper is a synonym for douchey. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. But uh, you you coach football. You don't know what you're talking about. Does he coach football? Uh, I don't know. He coaches whatever Michigan does. I was wondering. Uh, which wow. is sometimes considered football. Um, I, I I think the difference is, weirdly enough... The players in the market this year are more coveted than they were last year. Uh, you saw like three teams wanted a Bryce Harper. Three. Like two teams wanted Manny Machado. That was it. And I, I don't I don't know if I fully understand why, because we I mean we know that they're both really good hitters. Um, but everyone seems like they want Garrett Cole, right? Yeah. Which makes sense. Everyone should everyone want should. Garrett Cole. Steven Strasburg just won MVP in the World Series. He had probably the best or second best year of his career. He's got some injury concerns, but I mean, he's he's a bona fide ace, right? Mm, yep. And he wasn't even the ace on his own team. Nope. A lot of teams are going to want him. Uh, we haven't even heard a lot about Anthony Rendon yet, but maybe he's going to fall the way of Harper and Machado. He might be the one. I mean, he is Scott Boris. He is going to. Who isn't Scott Boris? He's going to make a huge amount of money, and he looks to be more consistent than those two guys from last year, but. Maybe maybe teams are just realizing that that ace starter is more important than that one huge hitter because it means more, especially mm-hmm. when you get to the playoffs. But I think those guys are going to have a lot more teams pursuing them, which is going to make it more interesting. I'm excited. This could get wild. There and and there are teams. You kind of mentioned this, and or you kind of hinted at this with everybody interested in Cole, and and I do want to get to Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg uh, in a little bit, but. The Reds seem to be players. The White Sox seem very interested in everybody. They're, I think, didn't their GM say, like, it's time to go? Yeah. Because like, they got the kids and they're ready. They, we're set. Let's go. They need a push. Yep. Um, it sounds like the Angels 
are going to kind of try to go for it, and I think they should. You have Trout locked up. You don't have to worry about that. Artie Moreno's never had a problem spending money. So I think the Pujols contract is officially off the books. I don't know. He might have one year. I thought I saw something that said Pujols' money off the books allows for this. Maybe it's one more year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I think it's you know, do the Padres continue? You know, the Braves, despite a disappointing playoff, like they're really close. They're really close. And what do the Nationals do? Like, do the Nationals do the the ride of uh, the Kansas City Royals? And hey, we won our series. Our town's set for the next 10 years, and we'll just sell the farm and rebuild but with Trey Turner and Juan Soto and see how this Corbin deal plays out. Maybe they get Strasburg. Who knows? It's possible. I, I think the Nationals are already set to keep winning because their core is so good and young but good already. It's not like the White Sox where you're like, well, they're about ready to start winning. Right, but I mean, they're not quite there yet. Yeah, I mean, the Nats won the World Series in large part because of their young core. So Yes, um, but they also won it. Mostly in part of the two guys that are about to make a bajillion dollars. Right, and they're not they're most likely not going back. I, I would I would be surprised if either of them went back to the Nationals. Um, but that's not to say that they they can't make some moves this offseason to stay a good team. So uh, yeah, I, I think they're in an interesting position though. It is another little wrinkle for this offseason. And I wouldn't be shocked, you know, I mean, who knows what the Mets are gonna do? And I know we want to talk about ownership there for a little bit, but well, the Mets didn't resign their own guy again because they don't spend money again. But they act like they want to spend money. We don't have again. any money because they got swindled by Bernie Madoff. I can't believe this. Is that guy still alive? He was in jail, isn't he? I don't know. I would hope. Jeffrey Epstein was in jail. Mm-hmm. You never know. He also didn't kill himself, so that's one good thing. That is one good thing. Is that still a thing? We still riding that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're still riding that. It's because it's true. It's because it is true. <laughs> well, that threw me completely off. <laughs> You're the one who brought him up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what do the Red Sox do? There's that There's that kind of angle. I saw there's some talk that they should trade Mookie Betts. He might not resign. So you get the value you get for him now, right? He's the only guy. In, I mean, if you rank, if you rank the amount of loot you can get from trading your superstar, it does it go Mookie one, Frankie two, Arenado three? Ooh. <laughs> like who's getting the most? If you're like, yo, Mookie Betts is available. Who's getting the most? I almost want to say the Rockies would get the most for that, but you think so? You get the most for Arenado? I, I know Just he's, he's like bona fide. I know he's older though, and that's the problem, right? So Arenado's what, thirty? But his contract's locked. But it's huge. He just signed a huge deal. Oh, because Frankie and Mookie Betts after this season aren't going to sign huge deals? True. Um, I bet. I, I love that we're talking about guys named Frankie and Mookie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but Frankie and Mookie are going to get tons of money. Also, Nolan. I mean, yeah, Nolan. Yeah, I love yeah, this. Yeah. What, what would your order be? I think I'd say Nolan one, Mookie two, Frankie three. But I'm talking like. Hairs, breath, yeah. slivers of, of difference between them. I think I go Mookie, Frankie, Nolan. Well, Nolan Arenado is going to be the best trade piece because his contract's locked up. Yeah. Because you could be renting Mookie and Frankie. Yes. Unl- unless you names. Unless you trade for them and they say it's part of the trade that will resign with you. Yes. Which happens all the time. Yes. I don't know. Could be interesting. I, else? Is Jacob DeGrom available? No, I don't think so. They're just going to suck with the best player in baseball, best pitcher in baseball. <laughs> I just, I, I kind of want to see a little bit of mayhem this year. 
You know, I want to see shake it up. Yeah, I, I mean, if if those three guys get traded, then well, it's already a huge shakeup to begin with, and that's before we see the signings of these guys. But let, let's see, uh, let's see a little bit of a shakeup because we know who the top teams in baseball are, and they will likely be up there for a while due see, to their good farm systems. Unless you get uh, busted for banging the drum, yeah, that could uh, still happen. I do wonder. Well, the Astros all of a sudden suck without the ability to use electronics to cheat. We'll find out. We'll find out. (laughs) That's going to be quite interesting. My assumption is that they're not going to suck. They just probably won't win 115 games again. But, um, yeah, that was – let's change it up. Let's get get some other teams going. Let's get the White Sox in there. I'd love to see the White Sox take a step. I'd love to see the Padres take a step. I'd love to see the Cincinnati Reds take a step because I think you and I both agree they've got some really cool players on that team. I just really don't want to see Sonny Gray succeed, so he can go ahead and leave that (laughs) team. Thanks. Uh, I'd like to see the Braves – solidify themselves as a bona fide World Series contender. Uh, and I'd love to see the Dodgers take a step back. Like, am I right here? Yeah. And I'd love to see the Red Sox struggle again. Hey, you're speaking my language. Yeah, baby. What I'd up? like to see the Red Sox not win a World Series for another 100 years. Ooh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Dude, would you guys get another 27 in those 100 years? Hell yeah. No, because you got 26. Yes, that's true. 26. Well, it's probably less than 26. Because 1918 was the Red Sox' previous one, and the Yankees won a couple before. So it's 20-ish. Let's just say 20-ish. I'm cool with 20. Yeah. 20 more World Series? I don't even root for the Yanks, but i take 20 World Series for the Yanks. If the Red Sox had to wait 100 years. None. (laughs) That sounds great. You know what? If that happened, I'd even accept blowing another 3-0 lead in the ALCS. (laughs) I would even accept that. I would do it again. I'd (laughs) trade it for the world. All right, when we come I'd love back. to see Johnny Damon hit a grand slam off of Javier Vasquez again. In I'd love first... it so much. Can't you tell? That game did suck. That whole series was awesome, and game seven sucked. Shut up. Well, I mean, dude, it's Carlton Fisk hit that walk-off in game six of the World Series against the Reds that everyone remembers when he's, like, waving it in the flagpole. He got blown out in game yeah. seven. <laughs> All right, when we come back, I want to dive into Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg as they are the big targets, and that's the rumblings we are hearing lately. We'll do that next, but first, there's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. baseball here for you guys top of the hour we'll get into uh the mets and their current situation so stick around for that we have fair or foul at the bottom of the eight o'clock hour as well better you today text line five five three oh five beers on us podcast tomorrow at four we got everything that's everything okay okay no cream pack 12 title game Ooh, pac 12 title game friday, on friday right here on the fan right here on the coverage fan. starts at noon i believe at nooner, yes, noon to five. Well, that's some long is. coverage. But that's how it goes. All right. Do you? How many people? This is totally going to sidetrack us, which I'm okay with. How many people do you think are going to be at Levi Stadium this year? Ooh, yeah. Last year was a joke. And, and what was last year? UW, Utah. Yes. Now Oregon travels. Yes. Oregon travels better than UW does for sure. 
Utah travels pretty well too, but wasn't last Not year? Last year, last year was just empty, right? Yeah, there's more on the line it was this like year. Seven thousand people at that stadium there, last there's year. There's more on the line this year because Utah, with a win, has a really good chance to make the college football playoff, and also the Rose Bowls. I mean, I guess that's always on the line, but uh, it's just the two teams are better, so I think you'll see more people. But the weather is also supposed to be crappy. So when you say see more people than seven thousand, way to go out on a limb, Bob. Uh, how many people do you think? I mean, you think that stadium be half full? Levi's mm. probably what sixty five thousand, no, seventy five thousand. Be half full. That's ridiculous. When do we start just letting they're, the higher ranked or better record team host? They're going to move it to Vegas, I think. Uh, is that going to be better though? I would imagine because at least Vegas' the stadium is going to be on the strip in the city, yeah. whereas Santa Clara is far from places. <laughs> yeah, and it's expensive out there. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I think Vegas, I mean Vegas is expensive, but you know you're spending that money. You're going to Vegas. Doesn't the Pac-12 basketball tournament always in Vegas? Well, used doesn't to it be, get good crowds. Used to be at Staples. <clears throat> now it's in Excuse Vegas. Excuse me. Used to be at Staples Center. Now it's at Vegas. That gets good crowds, right? Actually, I don't even know if it was at Staples. I think it used to be at the Pauley Pavilion where UCLA plays. That gets good crowds, right? Sure. The basketball tournament? I feel like you see the stands pretty full for the Pac-12 tournament. In, in Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it so does all I right. So I think you'll see better than, than it is in Santa Clara. Which is funny because Pac-12 basketball is garbage. This year might be all right, but in general, it's kind of garbage. Yeah, generally. But uh, I, yeah, move it to Vegas. Okay. All right. Move everything to Vegas. Everyone loves Vegas. I like this text on the Betty U Today text line. Mario Cristobal and Kyle Whittingham get in a fight. Who wins? It, this is a no-brainer to me. It's Whittingham. He's crazy. Hmm. He's got that look of a psychopath. Like, he seems real cool, calm, collected, but he's got, like, dad strength in him. He'd flip over a car and kill you. I'm going to go ahead and say Whittingham as well. I'm not sure that's a crazy. Have you seen his – have you seen Kyle Whittingham shirtless? Not a thing I ever thought I would say <laughs> Any any situation ever. You know, Michael, can't say I have. I'm pretty sure there's pictures floating around of him up there. I would, he Google, Gary, it. I would Google it, but it will screw up my algorithm. <laughs> he and Gary Anderson would, like, go on, like, super long runs together. They're just super fit, right? And Chris the Ball's huge. He's a really big dude. He's a former offensive lineman. He's got a gut. I think Whittingham uh, wins that fight. Nice. Nice. I'd love to watch it. You know, I was once, when uh, Tony Bennett was at Washington State, I watched him uh, almost get in a fight with Tim Floyd when Tim Floyd was the coach at USC. Like, something happened, and Tony was barking something at Floyd, and Floyd said something that just really pissed Tony Bennett off, which is so funny because he's such a cool, calm dude, that he rips his suit jacket off, throws it at the bench, and starts charging over to Tim Floyd. Cops rush the floor and separate the two of them. Nothing happened. No technicals, but they were. it was in Pullman. They were really worried something was going to happen. Fast forward to Selection Sunday. We're at we're at the gym watching it where there's like fans there with the team and stuff. And afterwards they're interviewing Tony Bennett. And Bennett gets done interviewing and I walked up to him and I said, Coach, I'm, I'm totally breaking like all rules here. And I said, Coach, off the record, you versus Tim Floyd in a fight. Who's gonna win? And Tony looks at me and he goes, Come on, man. I was like, Go kooks. <laughs> Now, was that a come on, man, like, why are you asking me this question? No, it was like, like, I would clearly win. Come on, man. (laughs) Tim Floyd's old and pays kids to go to his school. (laughs) I like that. I'm young and about to be a national champion on a different team. Thanks, Mike. Welcome. You gave us Clay Thompson, though. Yeah, you did. Aaron Baines. Yep. 
that's a steep drop off from Clay Thompson to Aaron Baines, but okay, I'll go. Okay. Technically, we had Baines first. Well, that's a very steep incline to then fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> Whoa, you did what? Yeah, and then we hired Ken Bone. The boner. <laughs> the boner. <laughs> the boner. Yeah, and then you hired Ernie. <laughs> hey, man. Uncle Ernie. Like, we didn't even like him. He came in. He's like, hey, I'm your coach. And we're like, we don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> Go back to Oregon. Well, I've totally derailed that whole thing. Hey, you know what? That happens. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. It does happen. But at least it's okay. Like, we're we're at least excited about, like, Pac-12 stuff, though. Yes. I think that's a plus. Uh, especially a plus for you who likes to get down about football this, this time of year. Yeah, I do. You're like, ah, it's, it's football. Yeah. yeah. So you're excited. It's always like right at Thanksgiving weekend for some reason. I just give up every year on back to football. Yes. I wonder why. I don't know. Something about like the, the Pear Bowl or the Pear Bowl. The grapefruit competition. Two girls, one apple cup. Oh, God. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> hey, Pac-12 basketball might be okay this year. We're not. Be. We're going to be terrible. Could be. Uh, but UW could be decent. Oregon, Oregon looks really good. Oregon State. Um, you know, Arizona's still paying kids. Just keep naming schools, Patrick. Like for you. <laughs> Oregon. Oregon State. Arizona. I wasn't like, you know, there's Wazoo's going to suck, but there's UW and Oregon State and Oregon and Cal Stanford and... UCLA, USC. It's kind of what you're doing. Arizona State, Arizona. <laughs> Utah, Colorado. They're in the Pac-12. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm done with that. Let's get back into baseball. Okay. When we come back, I do want to get into this Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg thing because things are starting to move the needle, and we'll do that next on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Sounds like Green Day. It is. Is this newer or older? This is yeah, way older. I was like, this sounds like really old Green Day. It's not the boulevard of broken dreams yet. Band used to be cool. I never liked Green Day. You didn't? No. Well, it's like there, there was a fate. I, I think the, the it's problem P-word for me, rock for you. Well, but this was before I listened to metal, so it wasn't even that. It was I listened to rap a lot in high school, but there was there's a Damn straight. So did we? There's a the streets of Vancouver. There's a sound to a lot of those bands. The way that the the vocalist sings bothers yeah. me. It's like nasally. Yeah, I kind of higher up. I didn't like Good Charlotte. Ooh, I didn't like band. Green Day. I didn't like uh, Some Forty One. Another bad band. Yeah, like those were all the bands that were kind of in the same realm. Yeah, they were all kind of punk rock pop, right? Yeah. I all I thought they all sucked. So here's the thing, though, is that there was a good gap for Green Day in between their American Idiot. Green Day, uh, Green Day stage and the Dookie Green Day. Well, there's Nimrod, but Nimrod comes shortly after Dookie. Right, that was '90s, mm. mid '90s, late '90s, and then it seemed like they had their hiatus and went MTV Green Day, and yeah. that Green Day sucks. sucks. Like that is bad Green Day. Anything. I walk these lonely roads. Yes, exactly. Anything post 2000 Green Day, garbage. Throw it in the trash. But yeah, Dookie. 
Um, the album that Patrick just uh, referenced, which, I, yeah, was like just a couple of years after that. Yeah. Woof. Woof. Yep. Yikes. It just wasn't my genre of music. No, Old Green Days, that's good Green Day. Yeah, Dookie was cool. Plus, it had that cool album cover. Yes. It's like a Where's Waldo book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Although I did like Papa Roach's first album, so you can judge me if you'd like. Although I thought that album was really good. Hey, I I saw Papa Roach live, not just them. It was like a rock festival, but I got That's to, usually how it goes with those kind of bands. Yeah, though. I got to meet the uh, main singer. He was ended up hosting that show Scarred on MTV. Remember oh, that? No, I don't. Where it was just video after video of dudes eating it on skateboards and bikes and having these just it's nasty just like injuries. Pre K C K Y. Uh, post Pre-CK. CK. Oh, post CK. Yeah, because this was after Jackass and oh, all okay. that stuff. It was basically post it was Jackass. Like a, it was like a precursor to Tosh.0. Oh yes, pre ridiculousness. And it yeah. was, but it was just way too gross. Just like, oh, check out this guy's broken arm after going off twenty stairs. <laughs> just like, awesome. Just jello. This yes. is my last resort. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, and for some reason, that guy hosted the show. Oh yikes. All right, diving back into baseball. Uh, we got some news today as the Yankees met with Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg. Early, before the winter meetings. I enjoyed that. In yeah. just a little preliminary. Hello, how are you? Would you like to go to dinner with me? Would you like to sign a $300 million contract? <laughs> Please and thank you. Uh, we don't need details later. I'm sure Scott Boris will steal everything from us, but let's get things going now. And these are probably the big... These two and Anthony Rendon, but I think in today's age where some starting pitching, especially with Zach Wheeler off the board, uh, who I don't even know if that's really that great of a signing, um, that pitch is good, good, high-quality starting pitching is going to be a high commodity this year, that it's nice to see that these negotiations are going. Because all we heard was that the Yankees met with them, but then we're hearing Dodgers, Phillies, Angels, all this kind of stuff. It's already in motion. One team meets and the other players are starting to come to the surface. I, as a Yankee fan, I was very happy they chose to meet with these guys early. I think it's it's a a smart move. It's a show of we're serious about this. And the big report that came out today was that Garrett Cole said, I don't have a West Coast bias. I'm not leaning towards the West Coast to sign, which for me is huge. Right. Because I think everyone thinks he's leaning towards going to the Angels because he grew up in Anaheim or that area. And and that and that's where my money is. My money's on the Angels. I mean, I was thinking this during the World Series. It was just like him and Mike Trout, this could be something legit. Or they could miss the playoffs and win 86 games again. Yeah, that could be true. Too. Um, that would suck really bad. I, I do wonder, with a team like the Angels, who I do think, you know, they spend money and they, they have in the past – are they good enough as a whole to have one player be the difference? I don't think so. You know, they yeah. need a couple of guys to really kind of be brought in or to step it up in their own team to do that. Maybe Otani coming back to pitch next year will be huge yeah. for them as well. Don't forget, he was really good before he had Tommy John surgery uh, pitching. So I think there was a lot of worry that he was a West Coast guy only for those teams that are on the East Coast. And he basically said, no, I'm, I'm not leaning West Coast. Um but I think it's smart that they got ahead of the winter meetings for that. But the winter meetings start what in like a week? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna start seeing the rumors flying with these two guys plus Rendon more than we already have. And we're, right now it's a lot of speculation of the teams that you mentioned. Right, mm-hmm. the Dodgers reportedly interested in signing all three of them, Woo! which would uh, and trading for Frankie Lindor. Yeah. So the Dodgers would stay in first in the NL West as much as uh, you for, a long them time. To. Yeah, yeah. for a long time. Yeah, for a long time. A long time. In fact, I would tip my cap for them to win the World Series. I'd go out on a limb on that one. Really? But I'd be like, you know what? 
I'm, I'm leaning towards the Dodgers, but I could be convinced yeah, otherwise there's, there's, that it's well, a, nobody else but the Dodgers. Yeah, there's a team in Los Angeles that just signed the best free agents, all four of them. Uh, what are they, the, the Angels, the Los Angeles Angels? No, 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 the, Do- the Dodgers. It's the Los Angeles Raiders. What are they dodging? Oh, tram cars in New York City? Why Lug- are they the Dodgers? Luxury tax. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious. I'm curious because the players are dodging income tax. Too. I'm curious because you no, know you, we don't we don't know this. It's hard to know this, but I wonder what goes through and on Garrett Cole specifically before we get to Strauss. I wonder if Garrett Cole he says I don't have a West Coast bias. Where do you think he lies? Do you think he wants a World Series or you think he's going to go to the highest bidder? Cole. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to go to the highest bidder. Yeah. That's why you're like, I don't have a West Coast bias. That's 100% why. Because he wants the money. Right. And I think what we saw after the Astros lost in his weird post-game Super weird. thing where he said, I don't want to do an interview. I'm not a member of this team anymore. And then said, well, I can represent myself. That, to me, was proof that Garrett Cole was ready for his big payday. Um. And I think you've seen enough rumblings around there. And I've seen a couple of reports that are like, Cole might get more elsewhere, but he's going to choose the Angels. But then I saw something that said, this is actually, I think it was from CC Sabathia. He has his own podcast that he does. Ooh, I'd listen to that. Um, he's been doing it for a long time. So Ooh. you could probably find it. I think it's called like R2C2 because he does it with Ryan Rocco. So RR and CC. Oh, I don't love Rocco, but I mean, anyway, but continue. It's with CC. So uh, I think on the podcast, he basically said he talked to Garrett Cole and got the impression that he would prefer to play in L.A., but if they spent enough money, he would go to whatever team spent the most money. So yeah, pay him, and he will come to you. That's that's kind of as simple as it gets. I don't think that's necessarily an indictment on the player. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's professional sports. Well, it's I think we some do. people would look at that and say, oh, you're so selfish. Go to a team that can win. Dude, you're getting your biggest payday ever. Go get, make as much money as you can. Good for you. Mike Trout's making $440 million to play in Anaheim. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. If he was making four hundred forty million dollars to play elsewhere, you'd also be cool with that. Because if making he wanted his money. to take five hundred for the Yanks, go for it. But I'm okay with four forty in Anaheim. Yeah, so go go make your money. I think you got a deal on Mike Trout at four forty because we talked about this when it happened. Maybe I was like, ooh, nice discount. <laughs> the highest paid player in the history of baseball. You're right. Like, ooh, nice. Nice. Good deal. In five the years, an- this is going to look like a steal. <laughs> yeah, the Angels are actually doing something right this time. <laughs> uh, real quick, before we move to Strauss, uh, where do you think he lands? Let's call it early, and we'll just see how it goes. Take your bias out. Where do you think he'll go? I so much hope that he goes to the Yankees, but I don't think he's going to. I- I'm going to go ahead and say the Angels. That's I- I think- what I think. I think there's too much smoke for there not to be fired there. I mean, a lot of people are saying he's favoring going to Anaheim. So, sure, if they yeah. can spend the money and afford it, I'll say the Angels. Yeah, I'm I'm with the Angels, too. And and I can't explain it, but it it's like early on, like it was, I think it was before Bryce's last season in D.C. We heard rumblings of teams and things going on. And I was like, I think Bryce is going to Philly. And then it was like shooting in the dark because the White Sox were interested. The Nationals seemed to be the front runner. The Yankees, we didn't know what they were going to do. But I just, I, I get that feeling again that it's just Garrett Cole wants to be in Anaheim mm-hmm. and they will do anything they can to get him there. I don't know. That's my thought. It's just, 
as a Yankee fan, to put my bias back into it, I don't think Strasburg is anywhere near as good of a bet as Garrett Cole is. They're both being considered on the in terms same, of being on the mound. Yeah, they're both being considered in the same plane right now. Right, they're both right. elite ace pitchers. Right, pitched th- against each other in the World Series. I think Garrett Cole is something filthy special, and I think Steven Strasburg is an elite ace pitcher. But you're tipping That's Garrett it. Cole to be better than yes. Strauss. Yes. So I, I would obviously I'd be fine if the Yankees got Steven Strasburg, but. Um, if they have a chance at Garrett Cole, they better get Garrett Cole. So then let let me get you, let's get us out on this. Garrett Cole gets signed before Steven Strasburg, then, you think? Probably. Because unless Strasburg is noticeably a better deal and a team just jumps at that and says, like okay, we can't get in these sweepstakes, but Strasburg for blank. Yeah. Great, sure, we'll do that. Um I could see that, but I think Cole goes first because Cole's gonna set the market. That's what I think too. Yeah. If Cole sets the market. You don't think the recency bias will put Strauss right there? No, they will. That's he what I'm won't saying. take less than Cole. He'll probably take. will be. He'll probably take a little but less. But close than Cole. to similar. Yeah, I'm saying that's what I'm saying is everyone's putting them on the same plane, and I don't think that's true. I think Cole is on the plane above Strasburg. I'd probably agree with that. But uh, but yeah. So if Cole goes to to the Angels, I think the Yankees would get Strasburg. If we think Cole goes to the, the Yankees, are not missing on one of these two guys. You're gonna say the Dodgers are out on both. You think they I have a better so. chance of being out on both than the Angels and the Yanks being out on both? No, I, think, I do. I think they've got. I about, back that. I think they've got the same amount of chance of being out on both as the Yankees do because both teams say they're going to spend big, but then they also want to protect their their luxury tax and their investments and stuff. We've seen it from both. Yeah. Of them. Um, I just there's more of a desperate need from the Yankees than there is from the Dodgers right now for a starting agree. pitcher. So if if Cole chooses the Angels. There is no way Strasburg's not going to the Yankees unless Strasburg does not want to go to the Yankees. It's just that simple. So that would be my prediction. Fair enough. Uh, 57-58, Blazers down by one. Excuse me, two minutes to go in the second quarter. When we come back, we'll dive into the Mets and their situation with ownership, and we also got Farrah Fowl at the bottom of the hour. We'll do all that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.